At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome in. It is the VSIN Bet Center on the Sports Betting Network. I'm Brady Cannon live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. My partner, James Salinas, is along via Denver, Colorado. Happy 9th of July to you, James. How are things up there in the high country, my friend? It is cooking today. We have reached triple digits, so I was outside wow. quite a bit earlier today at the baseball tournament, and yeah, I'm still sweating, even though I've definitely got the climate control in here in the in the command center here at my house. It's still hot, but it's the middle of summer. We know what that looks like, and we're used to it, so we can't complain about the weather. That's what I try to tell the kids. Would you rather be in? Would you rather be sitting in summer school in a classroom right now, or be out here playing baseball? Let's put things in perspective. So, not worried about the heat. Brady, the heat's coming up here soon. We got plenty of things, plenty of things to talk about and a lot of action to get after. Yeah, the furnace is turned up in the southwest, my friend. We're uh, flirting with 110, I believe, here mm, in Vegas mm, today. Mm. The summer actually has been pretty mild so far, but here comes the heat starting with July the 9th. Let me play the timeline game here with you for a minute to let you know where we are in the middle of summer. The British Open, the 150th anniversary of golf's oldest championship uh, at the home of golf, St. Andrews, will tee off in five days. The Major League Baseball All-Star Game is 10 days away, taking place at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. We're 13 days away from the summer season opening up at the Del Mar Racetrack in Southern California, where the surf meets the turf. 26 days away from the Hall of Fame game, the Las Vegas Raiders will take on the Jacksonville Jaguars in Canton, Ohio in a preseason tilt. We are less than 50 days away from college football kicking off, 49 days until college football is back, and 61 days away from the NFL season opener on Thursday night, September the 8th, the Bills and the Rams from SoFi Stadium. Anything I missed in there, James, or something that grabs your attention that you're looking forward to in the not-so-distant future? Well, I think I'll just start counting backwards. You talk about 61 days. We're two months away from the National Football League, the start of the season, and it's going to be a great opener. You talk about the Bills and the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. Looking forward to that. 61 days. How many days have we got in? Maybe it's better to look at it that way because I think for both of us, we know that it, it, it can be a grind getting through the summer when it comes to the sports betting calendar. That's a great calendar that you brought up, Brady. I don't know what else might be put in there outside of um, as far, well, we, we think 
about college football a lot, and there's the week zero, and you talked about that, what, 49 days away from week zero, getting started with college football. But, you know, the National Football League is king for me, and so the fact that we are uh, getting close to midway through July, that's a beautiful thing. It's right around the corner. Yeah, it'll be here before you know it for sure. Bill Bender will join us in about 30 minutes to talk some college football. Also, our friend Stephen Hennessy will talk some Scottish Open and see what he has in store for the British Open coming up next week, golf's final major of the season. Let's check on your Saturday baseball games in progress. The Los Angeles Angels at the Baltimore Orioles. Baltimore has won six in a row They began the day just five games out of second place in the American League East. Los Angeles, actually, the Angels closed as a road favorite, minus 114 on the money line with a total of eight and a half and a low-scoring game right now, just one to nothing in favor of the Orioles in the bottom of the sixth inning. The Minnesota Twins are at the Rangers. Minnesota closed as minus 120 favorites on the road with a total of eight and a half. And if you bet the over, you're already a happy camper. They had 13 runs scored. Scored through four innings, still 13 runs on the board. Texas out in front, seven to six. And your in-game total in this one, James, is now 17. You want to go under that? They're in the bottom of the fifth inning, still four innings left to play. Your in-game total at 17. I think that's one of the highest I've seen all season. Well, I count on this here for for Cleveland to be able to, at some point, they're going to end up going for two. So, yeah, I think we'll still play the over. Wrong sport. We're still in that mindset. I'm still counting down days here. (laughs) I'm thinking Browns and Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think we'd see a zero halfway through a game if it was the NFL and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Astros and the A's, Oakland has played 85 games so far this season. And at home, they've only won 10. The Astros were a massive road favorite here today, minus 310 on the money line, and the total closed at eight. And right now they are trailing. If you bet the Astros' first five, that is a loser. Right now the Oakland A's up three to two in the home half of the seventh inning. The in-game total there is seven. The Oakland A's minus 250 on the money line. If you want to take a shot here with Houston, and I think this is worth a hard look, James. Houston trailing by just a run with about two and a half innings left to go and you can get plus 170 in the in-game price. Well, especially with how poorly the bullpen has performed for the Oakland Athletics the entire season for the most part. It's the worst record in baseball. We know that, especially the last month. They've just been neck and neck, honestly, with the Los Angeles Angels as far as the the futility is concerned of winning baseball games. So, yeah, you're sitting here plus 170. They've still got three frames to get up there, and it's one of the best lineups in baseball. and Or two frames. Now we're at the bottom of the seventh, right? So we got two more frames left, but at plus 170? I would take I I I wouldn't want to be laying two dollars. Let's put it this way. There's nothing that would convince me on the other side to have to lay two dollars right now with the Oakland Athletics, especially when you talked about the number. I think that's what we're just seeing these prices in Major League Baseball, Brady. Just you talked about it. They were how what did you say they were plus three dollars or so to well, start the, the game? The the Astros were minus three ten at first pitch, and right now the A's are minus two fifty with two innings left to go. Minus three ten, minus three dollars in almost any sport, let alone a professional sport, Major League Baseball. Well, we know, we, we know, even the worst teams in baseball are going to. Well, we'll see if Oakland can get to sixty wins. But even if you lose a hundred games, you're still winning sixty games here. And and so, you look at a team like Oakland, and as bad as their bullpen has been, even though it's it almost feels like, and we've talked about this before, where these prices are just getting obscene of what it what it costs now to bet favorites in Major League Baseball. I mean, it was not Nolan Ryan on the hill today to start for the Astros. I know it was Valdez, and he pitched very well over the last few starts. But, you know, this is this is not a Hall of Fame caliber pitcher out here we're talking about, even though it's a tremendous lineup, and they just got out of it. We're moving to the top of the eight. I suspect that number has moved, and I'm looking at it now. The live line has dropped a bit to the Astros, at least what I'm seeing, plus 155. Two more frames to go. Any interest, Brady? You want to get involved early and get something going here for the first hour of the show? Well, I'm rooting for the Astros. I I made a a real square ball play today and played three big money line favorites in a parlay, the Astros, the Brewers, and the Atlanta Braves. And the other two look pretty good right now, but uh, I'm hoping the Astros can come through just for funny money. Didn't do anything big, but uh, I thought they were big mismatches, as the line would indicate, but I thought the pitching match 
matchups were uh, pretty realistic as well as far as the favorites. Uh, and I went with a money line parlay, a three-teamer. So trying to root the Astros home for the final two innings here. The Rays and the Reds from Great American Ballpark. Tampa Bay closed as a road favorite, minus 145 on the money line with a total of nine and a half. And this one is certainly headed towards the under right now. Tampa Bay leading one to nothing in the top of the sixth inning. The Red Hot Atlanta Braves, they have the best record in the National League since June 1st at 27-8. and eight. Kyle Wright closed as a big home favorite over Patrick Corbin and the Nationals. Minus 230 on the money line. Nine and a half for your total. And right now the Braves doubling up the Nationals 4-2 to two in the top of the eighth inning. The Marlins and the Mets, this game was delayed for a minute, but then they got underway. New York's lead in the NL East down to just two and a half games over those aforementioned Atlanta Braves. Mets were favored at home today. Minus 175 on the money line. Eight as your total. And right now this game was scoreless at last look. Now the Mets are on the board. Bottom of the sixth inning, they lead Miami one to nothing. The Guardians and the Royals, this one is over the total and just about over and done with as they lead the Kansas City Royals on the road 11 to nothing. They, uh, You can lay 11 runs with the Cleveland Guardians if you want to do that, and uh, it's minus 120 if you want to dabble in that in-game market. The Pirates and the Brewers, another leg of my parlay there. Brandon Woodruff and Milwaukee closed as big favorites, minus 280 on the money line with a total of 7.5, and, and they're blanking pitch Pittsburgh right now, two to nothing in the bottom of the sixth inning. Milwaukee minus 5,000 on the money line to go ahead and get this victory. And down in the other desert, the Rockies and the Diamondbacks, Kyle Freeland taking on Madison Bumgarner. And Colorado got out to the lead here early in this game, but then Arizona has since come back. We're all the way into the bottom of the seventh inning now, and Arizona doubling up Colorado four to two. Anything on the Diamonds for you in the early slate, James? No, no, thank you. I think right now this is a yeah, – I've been trading lightly through baseball throughout the first half of the season, and you talked about the day, the countdown to when the All-Star break comes for Major League Baseball. It feels like that's kind of late. We're already past the midway point of the season, and you're starting to see this with certain teams, especially with certain pitchers, where they're starting to hit the wall. And what is you know, they're going to have to find, and they're going to really start looking ahead and looking forward to a little time off and a little break in the schedule. I mean, it's such a grind. We talk about it as sports bettors, the grind of what it looks like betting on Major League Baseball and the grind getting through the summer on the sports betting calendar. But what about these guys going out and playing baseball each and every day, in particular for the pitchers? Some of these guys are starting to hit the wall a little bit. They're looking forward to that all-star break. And I think that's where you can pick and choose some angles to fire, but mostly it's firing against certain pitchers. A couple that we can talk about later tonight is a handful of games left on the schedule for tonight's Major League Baseball slate. But I think for right now, nothing for me as of yet going forward. Yeah, we'll see if we can find a winner or two in the games coming up a little bit later this evening. We've got uh, a couple of 4 o'clock games that we will preview a little later this hour and then a couple of 7 o'clock games as well that we will uh, talk about throughout the show. We've got NFL news coming up next. Uh, The NFL, of course, James, it never stops. We mentioned the opening night 61 days away, the Buffalo Bills taking on the Los Angeles Rams at SoFi Stadium and some changes at quarterback around the league in this last week. We've got a big game coming up in week one involving one of those new quarterbacks, and we'll get your take on that game, James. Uh, See if you've made a bet maybe already on that game. I know some people have with what has developed between the Cleveland Browns and the Carolina Panthers. We'll discuss that next as we get started here on the VEASAN Bet Center on a Saturday. James Salinas and Brady Cannon with you. I'm live from Circa. He's in Denver, and we'll be right back in just a moment. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Starting on Monday, VSIN will be having its first ever baseball betting pentathlon. Every show, including this one, will be making five baseball bets over a span of four days to determine which show at VSIN is the best at betting baseball. On Monday, you'll have to bet a total. On Tuesday, an underdog and a favorite. On Wednesday, you have to bet a team on the run line. And on Thursday, you have to bet a proposition bet. The winner will be announced on Friday, the morning of July 15th at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Follow the Money. This is a fun deal here. If you check Mike Palm's uh, Twitter timeline, at Mike Palm Circa, uh, you'll see some activity on this topic from last week. And I, and I thought it was kind of a joke. Uh, I guess Matt Humans and JVT have been made the favorite. Uh, they were associating odds with all these guys. Wes Reynolds and I, the Long Shots crew, we were like four to one to be the best at betting baseball. But I didn't know this was actually coming to fruition. So this is a fun little contest we've got going here when there's not a whole lot else to do in the middle of the summer. Right, James? Well, what what is and what's the what's the winning prize? Uh, that I, I don't know. For, are we playing <laughs> for keeps rights? here? What is? Well, okay. Well, that's that's worth about as much as uh, that and a pack of cigarettes. And I don't even smoke. And I'll well, Wes would be but. attracted by that a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> that I can donate those. I just I'm playing for keeps. I always want to know what is the incentive here. We're not try, We're not getting participation trophies, right? We're not. Everybody gets a certificate, and you were the last winner. Nice job, good for you. We're talking about betting here. We're talking about competition. There's got to be some kind of incentive, even something internally. Is there not some kind of incentive? I just heard about this yesterday. Yeah, there's got to be something. You're right. We'll see if uh, that comes to fruition as well. But that will kick off on Monday. The baseball betting pentathlon. I like the fact that they have come up with this. Anyway, let's talk some NFL. We teased it a little bit in the last segment. The Browns and the Panthers, they have agreed to trade uh, to a trade that sends Baker Mayfield to Carolina in exchange for a 2024 conditional fifth-round draft pick. Cleveland will pay Mayfield $10.5 million, so that opens up uh, about $8 million on their salary cap space, and this was reported by NFL Network's Mike Garofalo. Uh, Carolina, meanwhile, they will pay Baker about $5 million this season. Now, they're are odds up at DraftKings on which player will be the starting quarterback for Carolina in week one and Baker Mayfield is a very heavy favorite at minus 1200 uh, Sam Darnold Carolina's quarterback from last year is the second choice at five to one Matt Corral who they drafted earlier this spring out of Ole Miss he's at 50 to one and then Jimmy Garoppolo is at 100 to one to be the starting quarterback in week one for the Carolina Panthers uh, it seems like Darnold only Cashes to me at five to one, James. If somewhere in the next sixty-three days Baker Mayfield gets injured, 
And that's the only – yeah, I agree. I think that's – and that's the danger. You're wanting to lay $12 as a favorite to have to get through. And not that there's not much of a grind anymore. I mean, for Baker now going over there, he missed the mandatory mini camp and now coming in, getting into preseason. You only play three preseason games. They're very limited as far as the amount of – the contact that has. You know, the quarterbacks are going to wear a red jersey. But that doesn't mean – you know, Baker's coming off a lot of different injuries from last year. And, and to his credit, I think we saw the – toughness step up for Baker Mayfield. We saw that kind of, I mean, he was fighting through a lot and there was a lot of times where I felt like they uh, kind of let him hang out there to the coaching staff to just take a beating. And he sure did last year. So for, for Mayfield, I think the, the heart is not the question for him. He's got a lot of toughness about him, but you know, there's a difference between pain and injury and he was playing through a lot of pain, but he was also playing through a lot of injuries. I think to try to prove himself as a leader with that kind of toughness, I don't have much confidence on the other side. We're not talking about, the tolerance for pain for Sam Darnold. This is the matter of, he just looked last year, especially the latter part of that season. I just can't get off, get away from that that game that they played against New Orleans late in the second half of the season where he just took an absolute beating and he looked completely terrified and frightened out there trying to be the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. So yeah, I get it. I wouldn't want anything to do with laying $12, but it, I don't think there's much of a competition here, Brady, between the two. This is, this is Baker Mayfield's job unless he does get injured. Yeah, they went out and got him for a reason. And I would agree with you. I think he has great toughness and leadership skills. We'll see if he can translate that into another successful season throwing the football for the Carolina Panthers. And this, you know, involves a very interesting twist here. Carolina and Baker will host his former team in week one, the Cleveland Browns. And of course, the quarterback situation there is very uncertain. Will it be Deshaun Watson? Will it be Jacoby Brissett? Could it be somebody else? Uh, The line opened up before, you know, this Deshaun Watson uh, saga really developed into what it is right now. The when the numbers came out as the schedule came out and then some odds were hung, the Cleveland Browns opened up as four point road favorites at Carolina. And now with Baker Mayfield coming to town and the latest news we have about Deshaun Watson, it seems like my bet would be that he's not going to play the entire year. Now Cleveland is down to about a one point favorite. There are some one and a half, some twos, some two and a halfs out there. But the consensus number is the Cleveland Browns is a one point favorite on the road week one at Carolina. Carolina. This makes uh, you know what is really not looking like a too sexy game all of a sudden very interesting, James. Well, storylines, right? And I think it's interesting that uh, the NFL had that game put on week one. That you know they made the schedule quite a while ago, but some foresight trying really recognizing where the only landing spot might be for Baker Mayfield. There wasn't a whole lot of takers out there beyond beyond Carolina. There was some talk earlier about maybe Seattle trying to get involved in that in the Baker Mayfield well sweepstakes can we call it that uh, uh, maybe they're playing for a, a bragging rights in a, a book a book of matches and a <laughs> and some <laughs> cigarettes to go for it as well I just think here that's a game where just bet the under I mean who's gonna score who's gonna points come out of the passing game where are either of these teams gonna throw the football I think for Baker Mayfield now going to Carolina this is, you know, and and credit to him. We talked about his toughness out there on the field last year and gutting it through all the injuries that he was that he was having that he sustained and was still trying to step out and be the leading quarterback each and every week. But this is not the same offensive line that he had there in Cleveland, nor this anywhere close to the same running game that he had the benefit to to be behind there in Cleveland. And coming to this offensive line, some moves to be made that happened in the offseason for Carolina. It was a bad, one of the worst offensive lines in the league last year. This is not a good football team from last year, and it started at the offensive line. The defense is one of the youngest defenses in the league. Uh, but they have some players that can make some plays. They have some speed on the back end as well. I'm really a fan of Jeremy Chin back there. He's a, a box safety. He can lay a hit, but he can cover pretty well too. I just don't know where the points are going to come from here. I suspect it will not be Deshaun Watson as the opening day starter for the Cleveland Browns. We know the identity of that team, Brady. It is a run-first action team, and with Jacoby Brissett, is definitely there to hand the football off to either Hunt or Chubb behind that great offensive line. I just think that this is going to be an ugly game. I don't know what the total is. I was looking for this game. I couldn't find the total. 42. Do you have a total? Yeah, I'm 42? seeing a consensus total at 42. Uh, I don't but know I think who's you make gonna a great win point it. there. Uh, yeah, and, but it, you know, and even Carolina does have a pretty decent running game when Christian McCaffrey's healthy, and we expect he will be for Week One. 
Yeah, and for McCaffrey, hopefully he is. I mean, I think pound for pound, I don't know if there's, we talked about Baker Mayfield's toughness out there on the field. Pound for pound, I don't know if there's a tougher player who runs who runs tougher, his style that he runs. He's, McCaffrey's not looking for the sideline, though maybe now he's going to have to start looking for it. He's only played 10 games over the past two seasons due to all the injuries. Tough player out there, but hopefully he is out there and healthy this year and definitely be a compliment and uh, really a, a source for any kind of offense and moving the sticks for Baker Mayfield because I think it's going to be it's going to be tough sledding for this offense especially early on you've already had a lot of transition you've got a new offensive coordinator there in Carolina with Bob McAdoo's you've got an entire new system not only for the offensive line and the 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 former the players that were there from last year it takes some time to to re- get through the playbook and all the new system coming in and then also the same fact that you've got a new quarterback having to adjust and I think it's going to be pretty conservative game plans on both sides they'll let their defense play defense play special teams play field position 42 points that seems awfully high for me right now I think that's only dependent upon if Deshaun Watson is actually allowed to be on the field come week one I nearly made a play on this game earlier this morning, James, and maybe I will as we get closer to kickoff, and that was teasing the Panthers up to plus 7.5 with the Patriots up to plus 8.5. The Patriots are at Miami in week one. Uh, You might still be able to find some threes out there, but basically consensus, they are a a 2.5-point underdog. So Carolina up to 7.5 with New England up to plus 8.5. That was a teaser I thought about this morning. Didn't pull the trigger, but maybe I will here in 61 days. Well, and moving through those key numbers, although the Patriots, was it? I think it was the last game of the season where they just got absolutely throttled by Miami. They, it's one, it's one they of were the beaten twice where, by Miami last year, and, and, yeah, you know, and, and that's part of the reason, a little triple revenge here. Absolutely, and a lot of transition, obviously, coaching staff-wise for the Miami Dolphins. The one, one big advantage, though, that we see is for those Miami teams early in the season, you talk about September, is the heat. Yeah. And couple that with the humidity. The humidity is just brutal at that time. And we can see these teams. Teams just aren't always in the – you're not in con- – the conditioning isn't always there. You can run all the 40s you want, but until you get out there and start sticking somebody, you put the pads on, that's where the fatigue starts to set in. That would be my only concern with the Patriots on the road, although the eight and a half is a great number. Yeah, you know, you talked about it going through those key numbers, uh, certainly eight and a half and seven and a half where you want to be on the underdog side if you're looking at a two team six point teaser. We'll shift over to college football coming up next. We'll uh, talk about the realignment that uh, just seems to be at a feverish pace right now in the world of college football when we return right here on the VSIN Bet Center on the Sports Betting Network. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 years and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you here inside the VSIN Bet Center. And Bill Bender now joins us. He's a national college football writer for the Sporting News, and you can follow him on Twitter at BillBender92. Bill, thank you so much for joining us. This uh, fiasco all got started in college football about a week ago or so with UCLA and USC migrating to the Big Ten Conference. Now, you have written an article for the Sporting News wondering just how many conferences we're going to have going forward What, in your opinion, is the most logical scenario that we're going to have unfold in the next year or two? Oh, I mean, you know, anytime this happens, we're going to go through these. And I think it's either two super conferences with the SEC and the Big Ten kind of driving the bus, so to speak, and adding, you know, 16, 18, 20, 24, who knows, that number of schools. Or, and also an option is it could be four, and it could be a reshuffled deck of sorts of the uh, Power Five, where maybe the ACC adds a few teams, maybe the the um, Pac-12 and Big 12 merge. I mean, those are the two that makes the most sense. I can't see anything else other than two super conferences or four super conferences, and maybe that gets us a better playoff and a better national championship. 
Bill, I'm I'm curious from your perspective here. We know you the the change is not going to happen this year for 2022 in the Pac-12 with USC and UCLA taking off after this season. But within the Pac-12 this season, I'm wondering how does that impact recruiting? How is that impacting recruiting going forward for the rest of these teams? I think it's feeling like Oregon and Washington are kind of in limbo of what's going to happen with them and potential recruits maybe skipping out, finding else places elsewhere to go because there's so many question marks, and then couple that with the fact that does this create any animosity for some of the other teams within the Pac-12 uh, and maybe some more incentive during this season to get after these teams in UCLA and, U- and USC? I'm sure it's going to create bad feelings, just like it did in the Big 12 when Nebraska left and, and more recently Oklahoma and Texas left. So, yeah, I'm sure there'll be bad feelings now. If you're looking at it from USC and UCLA's vantage point, I think it's money for starters, right? I mean, they're getting so much more money out of this proposed Big Ten network deal that's coming over what they make now. And then recruiting-wise, that's a great question because I think the one thing I do think is they'll be able to they'll be able to recruit the West Coast better because Ohio State and Michigan and the schools that have had success getting talent off the West Coast, I would wrote Notre Dame in there maybe USC and UCLA can keep them because it'll be like, Hey, we're going out there anyway. And I think with Lincoln Riley at USC, it was a game changer. And you saw that with what he can do in the transfer portal. Bill, do you think college football is on shaky ground right now? You've got the transfer portal, the money that's being thrown around for the name and likeness stuff, the conference realignment, of course, the television money. It's become such a massive business. And it seems like the last five plus years or so, I wonder if the NCAA is starting to get in over its head. And at the same time, I think we're also losing focus on the fact that these children or these kids, I should say, are students. Oh, they are over their head or in over their head for sure. And I think the super conference era is coming. And that's something I wrote this week. I don't know how old you guys are. I don't want to date you, but I'm 42 years old. And I just keep encouraging people that the, the, the college football that I grew up with is, is not going to be there, you know, from the nineties. And I love the nostalgia of college football and the tradition, but I was telling people, do you really want to go back to the nineties when there were three split national championships in 10 years? I, I think people forget about those sometimes and all the controversy that came from that college football does thrive on controversy, but at the same time, I mean, I just see a better regular season schedule, something close to the NFL. Some people don't like that, but I'm a guy that, I like the NFL and I like college football, so I don't mind a little bit of the uh, the marriage of the two. Well, Bill, now if these are you're starting to have these bigger super conferences in a, in a sense here that projecting out in a couple of years. And it's been, it feels like, you know, you talked about the split national championships back in the day, but it almost feels like we just wait till January to see Ohio State and Alabama showdown in the, you know, in the national football playoff. Now with the playoff realignment coming around here in a few years too, I'm just wondering some of these bigger teams that almost feel like they just skate right in there because they are so talented and their recruiting prowess in, in particular like Alabama and Ohio State are so good. Does this maybe make it tougher for them because the depth of the teams, the conferences that they're going to play, maybe not as many cupcakes anymore for these teams, and it's not just this foregone conclusion that we're going to see the same teams in the championship year after year. I can't say it any better. I mean, I think you're right, because, again, if you ask a college football fan, if I could give you a choice of, you know, four super conferences or two super conferences and a 12-team playoff and all of these things that could come with it, or you can watch what you've watched the last eight years. Where if you're not a fan, I do live in the Columbus area, so I tell people here all the time, well, of course you're not complaining. You live in Columbus. High State's in the playoff every year. Um, Alabama, Georgia, uh, Oklahoma. There's seven schools that have had 25 playoff appearances. So when you're doing the betting odds on that, I'm at a betting window right now. Why would I bet on, oh, I don't know, and I don't want to pick on them, but why would I bet on Utah to win the national championship? When the national championship has really – been in one region of the country with the exception of Ohio State through the entirety of the college football playoff era. So to me, it would create some new, exciting opportunities for the sport. I've got some pushback on that, but I feel like you guys are kind of aligned with what I'm saying. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, our guest is Bill Bender. You can follow him on Twitter at BillBender92. He's a college football national writer for the Sporting News, and you introduced the betting angle there. Of course, that's what we do here at VSIN, Bill. You and I were talking a little bit off air. You know, how does this realignment affect the conversation as far as some bets you can make? And, and there already are some markets out there about which team will go to which conference next. Where is Notre Dame going to end? James mentioned Oregon and Washington. Where are they going to end up? What are your, some of your thoughts on, uh, from a betting perspective and some of these markets that have popped up in the wake of all this realignment, if you will? What are your, some of your thoughts on maybe the next team to go here and there uh, as the shuffling continues in college football? All right, so if I was doing it, and I don't want your listeners to get mad or you guys to get mad. If I was betting on the next Big Ten team, I would bet Notre Dame because even if I lose, I don't think they do anything until they add Notre Dame first if that makes sense. Once Notre Dame gets added to the Big Ten, if that happens, the rest of the dominoes fall into place. And then if I was betting about the ACC or the SEC, rather, I'd probably bet one of three schools or all three if I could, because I think they would take Clemson, Miami, and Florida State in some package. I don't know if there's a, they have to do that in alphabetical order or what, but those are the three that I would grab if I was the SEC if they went into an expansion era. But it's a long-winded way of saying that I think Notre Dame is the key to everything. What they decide to do, how long they cling on to their independence, whether or not they go to the ACC or the Big Ten, I don't think they would go to the SEC, kind of unlocks everything else. Well, Bill, so let's let's stay right now 2022, and because we can't talk about a betting angle, let's stay in the Big Ten and whatever they end up calling it down the road, the Big 15, the Big 20, who knows. But for this year anyway, it's still the Big Ten, even though there's more than 10 in the conference. Ohio State is clearly the favorite again. They're a minus 250 favorite to win the conference this season. Michigan is sitting there at plus 900 with Wisconsin and Penn State, both at plus 1,400. Is anybody going to give Ohio State a run for their money in the Big Ten? Or are we going to see them move straight on and get to the college football, get to the semifinals? It would be tough for me to throw any money on anybody other than Ohio State and Michigan. And here's a couple things with that. The Big Ten West champion, since they've gone to East and West, has not won the Big Ten championship yet. That's tough. Like, right? If you're Wisconsin or Iowa, they may have a good team, but I don't know if they get there. Uh, Ohio State's going to be very good. They've got a loaded offense with C.J. Stroud, the receivers. I mean, Travion Henderson might be their fourth most potent offensive player, and they're going to score a ton of points. And here's another stat for you guys that I throw around pretty freely. Michigan, even though they won the Big Ten last year and finally got that off their back, they haven't won at Ohio Stadium since 2000. I was a sophomore in college. I mean, I, I mean Drew Henson was the quarterback. That's kind of an eye-opening stat, but – I do think Michigan's going to be pretty good, um, you know, defensively with the offense they bring back. And, and like I said, it's just tough for me to bet on anybody else other than those two when you look at their favorable schedule uh, to, to do anything but be the team that holds up that trophy in Indianapolis. Great stuff, Mr. Bender. We appreciate the insights. And uh, college football, the last week in August, just 49 days away, my friend. <laughs> Hey, don't remind me. That means I'm going to be really busy in seven weeks. But <laughs> let's do it again soon. Sounds good. We hope to talk to you on VSIN once again. That's Bill Bender. You can follow him on Twitter at BillBender92. When we come back, we will get into some Major League Baseball. We've got some games going to first pitch here in about a half an hour or so. James Salinas and Brady Cannon with you on the VSIN Bet Center on a Saturday. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today, and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's baseball best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber all the way through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. So, James, uh, that parlay of mine has been killed. The three big favorites that I played, the Houston Astros, minus 310 favorites at Oakland today, and the Oakland A's pull out this win as plus 255 dogs. They win it 3-2. to two. That is their 11th win at home this entire season. And uh, kind of a bad beat the way Oakland got its three runs. They were trailing 2 to nothing in the fourth inning, and they loaded the bases, and they did like a safety squeeze type of thing. Everybody's safe, and the run scores. The next pitch is a pass ball, another run scores. And then the next hitter walks. Those were all three runs that the Oakland A's scored with one ball in play that was a bunt. Well, well, and I'm surprised anybody even squared the bun anymore. I think that's a completely lost art in the game of, of baseball via 2022. But that's baseball, you know, and then the next time they come out, they're going to barrel up balls and they're going to hit them right at somebody or you're going to or you're going to bloop. You're going to have bloopers that fall in between the triangle and find their way on, and and it's being able to find ways to manufacture runs. Now the A's are not that team as a bad baseball team. We saw the this this continued sell off over the last few years. I really feel like the A's are trying to find their way out of Oakland and probably maybe find their way closer to to where you're at, Brady, down there in Nevada and Las Vegas in particular. But yeah, I just think that's where that's why these prices to me, Brady, are just honestly they're obscene. It's obscene that we're having baseball. Again, this wasn't Nolan Ryan on the hill. Even when Nolan Ryan was pitching his prime, and I was betting on Nolan Ryan long back in the days, back in high school and early college days, when whether he was with Houston or more so with the Rangers. But I don't even know if he was ever a $2 favorite as dominant as he was. Maybe, but it was a low figure. We're talking about what we're talking now. Uh, Some of it was on the Astros. The other part was just how bad Oakland has been. But again, Teams are going to win, even some of the worst teams in baseball, they're most likely still going to win 60 games 
and games like that. Unfortunately, Brady, fortunately for you, you didn't put too much on it, right? right. So pack no. of cigarette money, uh, that's the theme today, pack of cigarettes. There you go. There no, you go. <laughs> no, big, no big loss there today. Not a whole lot of money squared. No, I, I've got a couple other games uh, that are a little bit more serious plays. They're looking all right right now. I've got one in the nightcap that we'll talk about. But, yeah, that was just some funny money, and uh, it's funny money gone by the wayside. We do have uh, a couple of more games that are going to go to first pitch here in about 30 minutes, and we'll start with with the New York Yankees at Fenway Park to take on the Boston Red Sox. It'll be rookie Cutter Crawford getting the ball for Boston, facing left-hander Jordan Montgomery. The Yankees' lead in the American League East now, James, is 15 and a half games. It's really been an incredible run the first half of the season that they have put together. They are road favorites at Boston today. The consensus price, minus 153 on the money line with a total of nine. This almost just feels like with the last segment we were talking about college football and the inevitability of seeing Alabama versus Ohio State come finals or semifinals, most likely finals, but in this case here, can we just fast forward and hurry up and get to the uh, ALCS with the Yankees versus the Astros? By far, the clearly the two best teams in the American League. And for the Yankees here, I mean, they're 61 and 23. What a... And this is this is not one of the better. I mean, I'm not going to say this is not a great. It's not a great. the The record's great, but this is not a great Yankees team. I can think of a number of teams over the last two decades that were better than this team, especially in the the pitching department. But I think here it just kind of speaks to. I know the AL East is by far the most competitive division within the American League, and New York's is blasting through and grinding through this. But you mentioned the pitching matchup here, and Cutter Crawford. I mean, how long is he going to go? Maybe he sees this lineup twice. We'll we'll see. I, I suspect he's he's you know he's a young pitcher here, and I was looking at the weather. It's a little cool, I guess, for this time of the year. It's really just in the the mid 60s. The wind is blowing in slightly, so it's kind of an overcast day in Boston. So uh, maybe that helps out Crawford and the green monster helps keep the ball in the yard a little bit with the wind blowing in the way that it is. But more so I was looking at Montgomery in this matchup. And I think there's probably going to be some run for support for Montgomery in this game because of the the status of Crawford and just being a young pitcher, having to step up against this team. But, you know, for Montgomery, he's allowed two earned runs or less in 12 out of his last six, uh, out of his 16 starts this season. So he always keeps the Yankees in and keeps them competitive. But I was looking more so again at the player props, the pitcher props in particular, it's sitting at 16 and a half for Jordan Montgomery. And aside from last week against Cleveland, where he worked a lot of deep counts, he had eight strikeouts, but did walk three batters and, and the tribe will, they, they lead, the league when it comes to walks and and the lack of strikeouts so they're going to work counts on you i think they really drove his pitch count up in that game but aside from that game last sunday for montgomery the previous seven games he's went a minimum of six innings in each one of those starts including a couple of a couple of games where he went seven innings i was kind of surprised to see this number out not being juiced more than a dollar 20 that's the side I like here. I like Montgomery to go over 16 and a half outs, laying the 20 cents. All right. Very good. That sounds good to me. Yeah, he has, uh, like you say, he's gone the distance, if you will, in his last three starts, but he has not gotten a win in his last three starts. He is, again, the favorite here today to do so at minus 153. Good pitching matchup at Petco Park in a National League West battle between the Giants and the Padres as Carlos Rodon faces you Darvish. Now, San Francisco... They have two streaks coming into this game, two streaks going coming into this tilt with the Friars, and they have not been under 500 in their as far as their record since opening day. Now they are currently at 41 and 41. The bad news is they have another streak going where they're just 4 and 14 over their last 18 games and if they lose tonight, they will be under 500 for the second time this season. No other team in baseball has that record going that the San Francisco Giants do being under 500 just one time since opening day, but uh, they have really struggled as of late. I mentioned just 4 and 14 over their last 18. The Friars are a small favorite here at home. Minus 109 is the consensus price right now, James, and a low total with these two hurlers on the bump at seven. Yeah, I'm seeing six and a half wow. right now on M- um, BetMGM. It's juiced up to a dollar twenty, but six and a half. And yeah, and I get it caught until last the his last start Rodon against that was on Monday, I believe. It was on July fourth, actually, against Arizona. I watched that game and neither he or Mad Bum could find the 
find the zone. Just str- struggles for both those guys. And Rodon had been very good up until that point. And that's when uh, here's another pitcher where I feel like I'm just wondering, you know, he's an older guy and we know he's had some injuries in the past and just wondering if he's looking forward to the all-star break, maybe hitting the wall. I think his velocity on his fastball ticked down a little bit in that matchup against Arizona and just couldn't locate whatsoever in that matchup. And Darvish on the other side, you know, he struck out 10 Dodgers in their last matchup last weekend, last Saturday, but he also allowed five earned runs coming on via three home runs left the yard. He had only allowed four earned runs his previous four starts did Darvish. But I think here it's, it's, I'm interested to see that the fact that Darvish, the, the Padres playing at home and the Giants not playing at really struggling over the last or roughly the last three weeks or so, like you mentioned, tries to see this number is basically a pick em, a coin flip here. I'd I'd flip my side here. I like my side with the Padres. Just the dollar ten. I think Darvish will bounce back in this matchup here against the Giants. The Giants have just been struggling. They've, they've been struggling to score. They've been struggling to string hits together, and that's part of the issue is when you're on these losing streaks, you're averaging less than three runs per game in those during that losing streak. It's one of those games that they've lost out of those 14. That's the average. That's a struggle right now. I like Darvish in this matchup. I like Padres minus 110. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I did not play this game, but maybe I will here when we go to commercial. I, I, I think uh, the Giants are just in such a struggle right now, even with Rodon on the hill. Uh, I would be leaning towards the Padres as well. The Dodgers will play a little later this evening, and we'll preview that game coming up. Uh, the Dodgers have been so good. The Padres just haven't been able to keep pace. They're now six games back in the NL West, but the Giants just further falling further and further behind during their woes over the last 18 games. Baltimore still leading the Angels one to nothing, bottom of the eighth in Camden Yards. The Texas Rangers leading the Minnesota Twins seven to six. They're now in the top of the eighth inning in Minnesota and Arizona really opening it up on the Colorado Rockies now eight to two in the bottom of the eighth inning down there in Arizona and the Tampa Bay Rays they extend their lead over the Cincinnati Reds now three to nothing in the top of the ninth inning there in Cincinnati the Cleveland Guardians they did not pull the shutout of the Kansas City Royals Royals are on the board but it's 11 to one in favor of the Guardians right now bottom of the eighth inning there in Kansas City and the second leg of my parlay I might, I might lose this one, too. The Pittsburgh Pirates have come from behind. They're now leading the Milwaukee Brewers 4-3 to three in the top of the eighth inning. The New York Mets leading the Miami Marlins 3-2 to two in the bottom of the seventh. Hour number one in the books. When we come back, we'll kick off hour number two with some more football talk. The NFL, 61 days away from opening night. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.